Do you ever question yourself? The real question is, who doesn't? The image you see in the mirror every day is a reflection of the one who made you. Do we show it all the time? Probably not. So let's talk about it. I'm Josiah Delgadillo, and this is a reflecting place. It's been a while again since the last episode, and I apologize for that. But I am so excited to get into today's episode. Um, again, it's been a while. There's been so much going on. Um, personally, I have been so busy getting ready for um, upcoming classes. If you're a high school student or if you're in college of any sort, um, you know the tension. Um, I think we get so, um, we're a train wreck, obviously, when, um, whenever school starts back up again, you know, um, and we're in the month of February and already classes have started. Every student's getting their books ordered, their classes ready. There's already tons of assignments going on. Um, so everyone's trying to get back into the groove of things. Um, on top of that, we have, you know, family commitments, church commitments, all kinds of commitments. We have work. We're balancing everything in between. Um, and it is just one thing after another. But eventually we get into the groove of things and we we get better at balancing everything out. And then we're able to do some self-care and everything else. And <laughs> we learn to go along with things. But enough of that. We're going to go ahead and get into today's episode. Today I'm really wanting to... Um, focus on today's topic, which is the blessings and promises of God. Something that I really um, felt led to reflect on. And if I could ask a question today to our listeners, um, my question would be this. What is your response to suffering? And I say that sincerely because I don't think that's something we ever take a look at and question ourselves because there's no escape from intense pressures in this life. I mean, everything that encompasses us at some point brings um, intensity, whether it's work, school, family, friends, children, spouses, everything um, imprints, um, brings intense pressure in this life. But it helps once we get God into the picture. The Apostle Peter wrote to a group of suffering Christians with words of encouragement. And if we look in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10, um, listen to what Peter has to say. He says, after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace called you to his eternal glory in Christ will perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Now, take a look at what Peter says. He said, after you have suffered for a little while. For a little. We really don't like to focus on suffering at all. 
But we really like to skip over one word, little, a little. Now, again, we don't like to focus on the word suffer either, <laughs> altogether. But when we take a look at this and we understand that the suffering is temporary, in contrast and comparison to the eternal glory that is in store for us as believers. Now, no one, I believe no one intentionally likes to suffer or endure any type of pain. If we can, we're going to avoid it, right? Any chance we get, we're going to we're going to take the opportunity to avoid that because we wouldn't want to put ourselves in any type of inconvenience. Yet we find ourselves constantly in discomfort and inconvenience. Why would you suppose that is? It could be for a, num uh, a great many number of reasons. I mean, we do like to share the blame when it comes to any type of situation or problem that we find ourselves in. Now, whether you take the blame yourself or you pinned it on someone else, we, we try to like to put that on something else so that it doesn't draw attention to ourselves. But what doesn't the world around us not try to view as inconvenient or uncomfortable? You see, the world would absolutely love it if we could take on its point of view when it comes to discomfort and being stirred up. The inexcusable things are what we've come to master so well, even under anointing. And I sometimes wonder why the blessings and promises of God seems so far away and almost non-existent. Have you ever felt at some point that things are just numb? Or things seem too perfect? And yet there is still a withholding of what could be or where you are in comparison to where other people are and how other things are evolving but you are still constant in your walk with god and there's been no growth how come things can seem so vaguely great and yet the underlying position is that there's still a withholding of not only vulnerability but also transformation and true change that takes us to another level of walking with God and functioning in gifts of the Spirit, as well as just success in life that comes from, you know, getting into another place that we've never seen when it, we follow God. Where do we come off not allowing our suffering to take us through the silent places where blessings are found? Because I don't believe that suffering is necessarily for nothing. 
And I don't believe that the blessings and promises of God are without cost. And I think that's where suffering really comes into place. You know, further into my studies um, as a student in my master's program, studying to be a therapist, I found out that there's a requirement for one of my classes that I'm going to have to do, and it's called a silent retreat. And I've I've talked to um, a good amount of people. I've I've asked my mother, and who's um, who's a therapist as well, going in her to her doctoral program, and I've also asked some of my instructors from my previous grad school and other therapists that have also gone into this that have done their master's degrees and for each person it's it's different and um it really opens your understanding to things um when it comes to a silent retreat there's no electronics there's um there's no talking there's no doing anything else other than simple meditation. It's you and God. And um, for different cohorts that go into um, a place of meditation at a at a church or wherever, um, some people do it for 24 hours. Some people do it for two. There's uh, for the amount of lot of time that you're there. It's simply complete silence and you talking to God. And the end goal is to is to self-reflect and talk to God. And I've asked around about it and it makes me think that in the silence, we never like to face God with all the hard questions that he wants to work on. Because once we do, we have to go into that place and we can't put up a, instead of put up a fight, we understand that our end goal is we have to sit down and we actually have to face the music with silence. And we actually have to face God and deal with the situations and problems. And that's the hardest thing because then we open ourselves to vulnerability. We open ourselves to just sitting still and letting God talk to us. We can't say anything. And we may not want to hear what God has to say. Because then our hearts start to turn and we can't make our own opinions or ideologies of what our own suffering is. We have to go through the suffering in silence and allow God to start using his surgical skills to work on us. Suffering in the silence is such an intimate thing when it's with God because then we actually allow him to start doing a work in us and and whatever work he's begun begun in us he is sure and able to finish it if we allow him to but of course that's if we allow him to we can be stubborn <laughs> not just as human beings but you know yourself better than anyone. I know myself better than anyone, and I know I can be stubborn sometimes. My family knows it. Everyone around me knows it. <laughs> Those who know me. But you know yourself, and you know what you deal with on the inside. So does everyone around you. 
no one likes to answer to the problems and situations that eat us up on the inside and that torture us. Because then there has to be application once we receive an answer. And sometimes that is the hardest thing to do because then we have to do things that we don't want to do. You see, pressures in our lives force us to rest upon the rock of ages. Our hope is fixed upon his blood and his righteousness. We cannot be established on the solid foundation without suffering. Peter also prays that the suffering will produce a solid foundation for spiritual growth. You see, suffering also strengthens us spiritually, where our physicality and where our humanity meets its limits. God is able to meet us the rest of the way and give us the continuing strength to move forward and to function the way that we need to. We gain new strength by wrapping ourselves around the Lord. He gives us the strength to bear up under incredible suffering. You know, I think about Jonah the prophet and in all that he was, God wanted to use him greatly. I believe he had so many big plans for Jonah because his intentions were to use him to do great works, but Jonah had not only his pride get a hold of him, but it was more like, you know, God, (laughs) these people don't deserve your mercy and grace. They don't deserve it. In fact, you should strike them down now where they're at. But God was so set on using him. Even though he was such an anointed prophet and he was well-renowned for being a great prophet. And God always met every need and took him where he needed to be. And he succeeded in a lot of things, just like we do today. We succeed in, in everything that we do most of the time, whether it's our jobs, our relationships, our friendships, you know, our hobbies, everything that we put our hands and minds to do, God usually allows it to prosper. But I don't believe that without that suffering and that that place of silence where he's able to work on us, when we don't allow him to do that, we end up making our own opinion and view of what suffering is and says, well, I think I've gone through enough. I think this is fine. I think I've 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 done enough. And that's my suffering. I'm good. I'm good to go and I can continue on my way. And sometimes the Lord brings us to places where now it's not about you. It's about him and everything that he wants to do through you. You see, the world would love for us to put up a front and and not experience the beauty of transformation through suffering with God. 
and just be convenient. Conveniently satisfied with what we believe is true suffering. And yet we need to get to a point where we are inconvenient. We feel inconvenient all the time. We feel uncomfortable. Because just like the word of God, the word of God was never meant to be convenient. Our life as a Christian was never meant to be convenient. The word of God itself is living and flowing inspiration. And it is constantly renewing and transforming lives to never be the same. I don't believe we should ever be the same, but we should constantly be moving to new heights with God and be desperate for it. It moves me to compassion when I think about Jesus being on the cross in between two traitors and there on the crosses with all of their sin and guilt and shame and everything they've done. The torture and the suffering may have felt like an eternity, but next to Jesus, one of the traitors is encouraged by Jesus when he tells him that he's going to be in paradise with him during his suffering. And I believe that's what allowed him to continue through that suffering to the time of passing. Why can't we pick up our crosses and bear the suffering in silence with the creator of the universe and the lover of our soul that said that he would never leave us or forsake us. And I don't believe that God would ever allow us to handle something that we couldn't bear. I believe God allows suffering for a particular reason. And that's because he doesn't want us to remain the same because we're not the people we were, but we're not the people that we're going to be either yet. We're all still in a process, aren't we? Think about that. I wanna leave you with today's scripture and that's that comes from Numbers chapter six, verse 24 through 26. And it says, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. My prayer today for you is that the Lord does exactly that in giving you peace in your time of suffering. Remember to lie upon, rely upon the rock of ages, the Prince of Peace, the Alpha and the Omega, the author and finisher of our faith. Because without him, we're absolutely nothing. And our suffering is the only thing that is going to take us to new heights with him. And that is all for today. And until then, keep reflecting. Thank you.